Hey everyone, it's your hostesses with the mostesses. I'm Christine. And I'm so moist. King Choi. <laughs> Welcome to part two of the Wish We Were There segment. If you haven't already, make sure you listen to part one. This is an episode that we released right before this, and we definitely got up to some shenanigans in that one. Oh, so definitely. check it out. And it's important because in part two that you're listening to right now, we're bridging the divide between this episode and last. And some would say we're crossing a bridge over very troubled waters. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a sign of the times. We ended the last episode with me talking about how I've been trying to find time not to only connect with loved ones, but also find ways to be spontaneous and find moments of surprise and delight during these times. So I want to pitch it back over to you, Christine. I want to ask about how you've been finding ways to sow the seeds of spontaneity in your life. Yeah, I love doing spontaneous shit like that. It's one of my favorite things for sure. I actually did that the other week, that type of call uh, with my friend Dorothy. Shout out if you're listening. I was like, hey, we should catch up this week. Like, let's FaceTime and have a drink or two. And she's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, absolutely nothing. And so we decided to just <laughs> FaceTime that night. That's so she, great because that's how we've been hanging out with friends outside of this pandemic. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, are you available? I am. It's not like you have to plan two weeks in advance send a link to a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah. And I know sometimes people have brought up now, it's like, well, you have nothing else to do. So of course you're free. But I don't think it's as easy as that because I think there's a different type of gravity and energy that comes with needing to connect with, not needing, but deciding to connect with people digitally. It can be draining in a different way. So, and people are scheduling things with their friends and family too fill up their weeks. So that's something she and I did. She was drinking June Shine, which is a delicious hard kombucha. I ended up getting some of that later. Is that a brand? It is. It's a brand called June Shine. We're just um, brand dropping in this in this podcast. Just hunt just trying to hunt for a sponsor here right now. I know. We'll get it. We'll get there. Don't you worry. Yeah, so she had that and I was drinking uh this hard mango seltzer that I got from Trader Joe's. I don't remember the brand, but I do know it had really cool packaging with like a tiger or a cat on it. So that was good. And here I am still drinking a mango flavored White Claw. So yeah. 2019. That's so, that's so part one of, <laughs> of quarantine. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, sometimes will do spontaneous calls like that. Um, but another thing that I've really been enjoying is on my walks, as I've mentioned, I've been doing now that shops and and things have been opening up a little bit more. Sometimes I'll be like, OK, oh, this shop is open. I'll go in and like check out their candles or, hey, like I'm passing by this grocery store. I am going to go in and see if I want to buy some snacks or things like that. Adding little things in that I didn't necessarily have planned, even on a little thing like a walk, has been really nice and additive. Yeah. So talking about walks, and we talked about traveling earlier, we both missed the opportunity to sort of like explore and discover things, be it traveling locally or even, you know, 
outside <laughs> yeah. of that, <laughs> be it outside the city or even just internationally. How have you been finding opportunities to sort of have those moments of exploration and discovery? What's been sort of satisfying that need? So I recently moved about a month and a half ago. And in my new neighborhood, there there's really close proximity to parks and lots of shops and just there's a lot going on in my area, which is great. And so it's been a nice way to explore. There, there's been lots of things to explore. And one of the things I've really liked doing, I'm going to count this as travel, is traveling to the park. And um, That's definitely traveling. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a few blocks away, so that's great. And I'll set out a, I did this the other day. I set out a picnic blanket, brought my Kindle, brought some chips and salsa and some ginger ale. And I just sat there and read for like, an hour yeah. or two. That sounds it was like very, a lovely time. It was lovely. Um, that's something I miss too. It's something people might not know this about me, but I, as much as I do like being around people, I also really like being able to just go do things by myself. And this is something I discovered about myself. I think it's actually a good way to segue into the travel stuff, but <laughs> I'll never forget it. November, 2015. November, 2015, I went on my first trip solo. Not my first trip ever, uh, but I went on my first solo trip and it was to New York City. I didn't really have any plans. I was there for like four or five days. I had some kind of rough plans. Oh, wow. Thunder and lightning. If you hear it in the background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Setting the mood. <laughs> oh, you um, want to travel? Here's some thunder and lightning. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember on that trip, I kind of had some vague plans to meet friends of a friend, potentially. I had never met them before. I had like texted them a couple times. Uh, but other than that, I didn't have any definitive plans. I kind of just, I remember I was staying in Harlem and I was just kind of gallivanting around, exploring and doing whatever the hell I wanted. I remember I went to the Met and I love did one of my favorite, oh, love the Met. And I, I'm a huge sucker for museums. Sponsor us. <laughs> love a good museum. I, I love visiting museums in any new city that I go to. So I, I was there and I was doing one of my favorite things at museums, which is getting an audio, audio tour. Can you hear that thunder? Oh, I definitely heard that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It, it actually hit at the right point. It was like, I love an audio tour and the thunder <laughs> just went. Bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah. Audio tours are very ominous. So I think that's fitting. Um, I love them. They're, I find them very fun and interactive. And I remember I, I was at the Met, I think for like, three or four hours at least. And I wanted to spend all day there, but I was like, okay, like maybe go do something else for a little bit. Like maybe we'll get some food or something. And I remember just having this realization that, wow, I'm here by myself and I can do literally whatever I want, whenever I want. And I'm not beholden to anyone else's plans. It's just me. And it I remember it was the most freeing realization 
it was like a, I mean, honestly, it was kind of like a, a very coming of age period of time in my life. I was, I think I was like 28 at the time. Um, this is definitely the beginning of a very formative time where I was learning a lot about myself. And one of the things I learned about myself during this trip was how much, how much I valued my own independence and being able to go do whatever I wanted, however I wanted. And I was like, oh my God, I can apply this to the rest of my life. And so to bring it back, I, it's just like taking those little moments now to just do a little something for me. I think we could all, we should all do things for ourselves. Do you. Do you. You do you. Always. I've, <laughs> this is also going to sound really cheesy, but. Um, you cheesy? What? Never, never, never. <laughs> Meanwhile, puts down a whole charcuterie play, plate. <laughs> one of my favorite ways to travel, and this has always been one of my favorite ways to travel, is through the pages of a book. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Can we put it? <laughs> we get it. You're well read. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well-read implies that half the books I read aren't total trash, but, but reading is reading. Yeah. The reading, reading rainbow encompasses all colors of books. So. And also reading is what? Fundamental. Fundamental. <laughs> One of my uh, most recent reads uh, was this, is a sci-fi book series where the first book is called Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. and it's like a sci-fi space opera type of situation. I highly recommend it if any of you are looking for something to read. Um, but I, King, I would love to know on your end, where would you like to go? Where would you like to travel? Where have you missed traveling? Yeah. Where, where do you like to travel if yeah. not through the pages of a book? If not- <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I just can't get over it. So good, that phrase. So my husband's niece was scheduled to get married this year, uh, but the wedding got delayed. And our our niece lives out in Turkey. And so we were scheduled to go out there uh, this year. But unfortunately, because of Ms. Rona, uh, her wedding's been delayed and our travel plans out there has also been delayed as well. And I've, you know, even before meeting my husband, I've always had a fascination with Turkey. Uh, specifically the traditional Turkish baths and the gorgeous uh, architecture and the history of the country. And I've also really wanted to share that experience with him. But because we haven't been able to do so, what we've been doing actually is taking a look at YouTube videos of travel blogs and travel vlogs of people who live in Turkey just doing a walkthrough of the bazaar and cooking traditional dishes. And Evren himself, my husband, has been rediscovering some of the food that he also forgot that he loves from, um, yeah, from his hometown. And it's not even just talking about Istanbul. We're even talking about small little towns along the coast. And so being able to sort of experience that with him and using that as a precursor to educate myself of what uh, more about Turkey as well as learning about my husband's background and 
and the towns and the ways uh, in which people in Turkey live and especially what they eat. Oh my God. I've been definitely traveling in that sort of manner. And I know it's not the best thing because, you know, the best thing would be to be there in Turkey, but we've been able to sort of share that experience together by traveling, I guess, through the, through the videos of YouTube, <laughs> not through the pages of a book. But that's been very satisfying. And, you know, I think that's going to be the best way we're going to be able to travel, quote unquote, to Turkey for now. And I'm really glad to have been sharing that with my husband um, and also eating the food that we're cooking together. So, yeah. Love that journey. Love that journey. But I guess, you know, to segue here, but, you know, this is going to be a new segment that we're adding to this. the end of our podcast, hopefully in forthcoming episodes, how have we been traveling through the medium of entertainment? <laughs> you know, you know, we talked about books, we talked about videos on YouTube, but I also want us to share with you what we've been listening to, watching, what's been catching our attention. So Christine, yeah, share some highlights of what you want to recommend to our listeners. Oh, okay. Yes. So I, to preface, I am not usually someone who binge watches anything. In fact, it's very difficult for any long running show or series to keep my attention. I usually find I, for something, something for instance, like, like Westworld, everyone really loved that first season. And I watched the first half of season one very attentively. And then I just felt right off. Like that's how. Was it Dolores? I, Did you not like Dolores? <laughs> I don't even remember. I mean, it was years ago, but um, I remember I really enjoyed it. And anyone I've talked to has been like, I'm sorry, you didn't watch the first season in its entirety. And I was like, I told you, I just can't commit to shows. <laughs> uh, but I think during quarantine, just because I have so much additional time that I've been leaning more into watching things or finding things to entertain myself, whether that's games or shows or movies or books. So I have been binge watching things more, much to my surprise. And I don't know, I don't know if that's a mark of these, these things actually being good or if it's just my mindset has changed. But in any case, Two of the shows that I've really been enjoying the past week or so have been Umbrella Academy season two. Cannot recommend yes, it enough. Yes. However, um, oh my God, so good. But I definitely watch season one first because it is a continuous thing. I love Umbrella Academy season two and I'm considering also checking out the graphic novels. Which I highly recommend it. Oh, okay, you've read, you read them? I read the volumes. There's three story arcs right now. They found a really, really great way of adapting, I guess, the second story arc, which is what's covered in season two, in a way that actually works for the narrative that they're building for the television series, because it's definitely different in the comic books. But yes, for you, Christine, as well as to the readers, I really highly recommend both the Netflix series, as well as the graphic uh, novels and comic books for Umbrella Academy. It's mwah. Okay, good to know. I, I think I was debating it because I didn't know if I wanted anything spoiled additionally, but at the same time, I'm definitely not going to get another season of Umbrella Academy, probably at least for a year. So if, if they were even taking on a season three, I, they probably are. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, and another 
show I've I binge watched this past week was Witcher, actually. So oh, yeah. I, I know that's been out for a little while, um, and it's based on both. Uh, so you can't see video right now, folks, but King did just Google Henry Cavill, <laughs> who you may recognize from is. Superman. <laughs> I know who he is. I, I think, just want no. to take a picture of him. Yes. Or look at a picture of him. Yeah. He, it's so interesting because Henry Cavill as Superman in the DC universe is like the stark opposite of who he plays in Witcher. In Witcher, Henry Cavill plays a magically altered mutant, a monster hunting mutant. So it's very interesting. He looks completely different. His mood is like gruff and cantankerous and somehow like a thousand times more attractive than he is as Superman. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) it's It's, great. It's the long hair. Maybe it's the long, the long platinum grungy hair and the no-nonsense mood. I know you described his characteristic. I don't know. Yep, I know you described his characteristic and personality very to the point, but I also think it was like, maybe it's that emo vibe. He's like yeah. the anti-hero, right? He's like, I don't want to be a hero, but I'll save you. Maybe I just love it. I don't know. Maybe I just have a soft spot in my heart for emo boys. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, an, that's from another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what have you, have, I know that I talked about a song that I was listening to. Have there been any songs that's been catching your ear that you've been listening to recently? Oh my gosh. Uh, what have I been listening to? Oh, I, I don't have a specific song in mind for this, but I've really gone down the rabbit hole on YouTube of mashups. So I love a good mashup. I think I heard a good mashup the other day. It was BTS and Ariana Grande. And it was, I can't even remember the two songs it was, but it went together really well. I've also heard some really good Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys mashups. I love a good mashup. I, I it, love that too. What about you? What's I've a, been listening to a lot of mashups myself. There is a great uh, DJ that I follow on Bandcamp as well as on YouTube now. His name is Amorphous, which is A M O R. H, oh, I can't even spell amorphous. Amorphous. Like <laughs> morphous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's A M O R P H O U S. And the mashups are legit. He's done mashups with like Whitney Houston, It's Not Right, It's Okay with Destiny's Child, Say My Name. Ooh. And it's just, it's, it's seamless to the point where Unless. some of his mashups have been quote unquote stolen by shows like The Voice when people go on to sing kind of mashup versions of different songs for the audition. Several contestants on The Voice have used the same mashup without crediting this DJ. Oh. But it's like, it's, it's, it's legit. I really highly recommend it. So I've been listening to, you know, a lot of that. I've been continually obsessed with K-pop. And it's been a yes. hot minute since I've been obsessed with a few k-pop songs but there's this song by huasa um i think it's called oh my god oh is it maria it's maria yes oh so good i know everyone was on the black pink single uh how do you like that and that's good when it first came out but i think people are sleeping on huasa's maria she's great she's great and then on top of that, I've been jumping into talking about binge watching. I've been jumping into Doctor Who and friends of mine have been very surprised I've never seen it. 
uh, being the big uh, nerd that we that I am, and I know we both are. And just this past week, just finished up season one, and getting into season two, and I'm I'm hooked. Um, so highly recommend that. It's just like a really good mix of sci-fi, camp, the hero slash psychic sort of tropes, but just done well. And even if they're not done well, you kind of forgive them because they're British. <laughs> oh, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Just say um, it in a British accent and it's just way better. So I don't know if you knew this, but I've actually met one of the doctors. <gasps> Ooh, which one? I met Matt Smith. Oh, okay. I haven't watched much Doctor Who. I've I've seen like a couple of episodes here and there, but I remember years ago I I met him at a party at Comic-Con and I didn't know who he was at the time, but our, our mutual friend Farah actually knew who he was and so she went of course and asked. She did. So I was the one who took the picture of them and I said hi. And I remember I went to work that next week and I told someone, oh, I met Doctor Who. I was like, I don't watch the show though, so I don't really know anything. And the guy goes, yeah, I can tell you don't watch it because anyone who watches it knows that they're called The Doctor. And I'm like, okay, cool. Are you jealous that I met him and you didn't? Calm down. You're like, calm it down. (laughs) So rude. But- So rude. But yes, so I, I have met one of the doctors as they're called. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. I think it's like the 11 seasons since. Oh, uh, yeah, that many. Wow. They're that many because I think since uh, they rebooted the series because it was a series back in like the 70s. I think it started in the 70s or even late 60s. Don't 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 at me, people. For those who know, <laughs> the we're learning. Uh, we're learning. Okay, we're learning. The Doctor. I will refer to him as the Doctor. The Doctor changes, and I think by season 10 or 11, the Doctor is a female, and so I'm really excited for Ooh. that story arc. But you know, speaking of you know traveling through the medium of entertainment, right before we jumped on recording this, Christine also created a uh, very very uh, appropriate I, I, mashup is not the word, but maybe like a rewrite of a song to to me as officially missing you. And oh my god, I was wondering if you can sing a few bars for us, Christine. Oh yeah. Um- <laughs> So, yeah, to throw it back to our conversation about fire tornadoes and sharknadoes earlier, then I just started riffing, all I hear is raindrops, sharknadoes on the rooftop, oh, baby pelicans with sharks in their mouths. Oh, to me, I would listen to that and be like, yes, I need to bring the song back and need to feature Christine on it. And you play guitar as well, so why <laughs> yeah, not? Yeah, maybe that's my journey, just... uh the next Weird Al. <laughs> I think that's set the goal a little higher. That's not to say Will Al. He's very successful. He's very yeah. successful. But since Christine sang us out uh, with that amazing song, <gasps> I think it's time for us to wrap up this episode of Insert Mood. And once again, my name is King Choi. I'm Christine Vo. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us today. And hopefully, you know, by the next episode, that fire slash Sharknado wouldn't, hasn't evolved into something more. Um, like a fire, fiery Sharknado? Or like a fire shark zombie tornado. <laughs> yeah, zombies are probably on the radar for oh, Q4. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to head off and prepare for that. So. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us.